Hey, what's going on, Train Hard Live Strong family? It is Monday. It is a brand new week. We got a brand new episode with an amazing guest speaker. And I hope you all had a good weekend and you got some good plans for this week to get closer to your goals, to help you push further and pursue the things that you want in life. You already know who I am, y'all. I'm your host, Coach Matt. And today we have an amazing guest speaker coming on the show. You might have seen him on MTV's TV show, Floribama Shore also a sponsored athlete of Fit Strong Supplements. All right, the cool thing about talking to these amazing guest speakers and these amazing people is that when it comes down to health and fitness, bodybuilding, pursuing your the goals you have for your body and health to get, you know, six-pack abs or get nice shoulders or whatever you're looking for whenever it comes down to sculpting your body, everybody starts somewhere. Everybody was somebody different than who they are today. That one person who is big and and swole and has all these muscles and a female who is nice and defined and cut, they were once somebody before, right? There was someone that had to start at day one struggling and pushing through those things, those mindset obstacles, but they pushed through it enough and they went through it and dedicated themselves time over time to finally achieve the goals that they want to achieve to the person who they are today. And that's the amazing thing about this this podcast is that we bring on these amazing people to get vulnerable and to share with you all their story. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and dive into this episode. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong podcast where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardliftstrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and today we got an incredible guest speaker on the show, our very first TV show star and uh, over there living in Scott or Phoenix, Arizona. Um, if you've seen him before, you've probably seen him on MTV uh, TV show, Floribama Shore. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Jeremiah B. Oni. Yo, what up, Jeremiah? What's up, guys? What's up? It's good to be here, man. Dude, bro, it's like I said before, man, it's crazy to like see you on TV and then like see you right here. It's dope. I know, man. I mean, for me, like, like I told you before, man, I don't think it really ever set in until like I started seeing the episodes start to air, man. But like once I finished filming the season, it's like work's done. It's time to go back home and enjoy family. And then you start really setting in when everybody starts commenting on all the episodes. You're like, wow, this is really big. Yeah, dude, that's nuts, bro. That's nuts. So, um, you know, obviously people who, who watch the TV show or might see you on social media, they might know who you are a little bit just on camera, but there might be some things that, you know, people don't know about you or like your past or how you got into fitness and everything you're doing now. So real quick for our current listeners, our future listeners, can you give like a nice little background on, on who you are and how you got to where you're at today? Well, I mean, a little bit of my background, uh, I was homeschooled, one of six. Um, my dad was in the Marine Corps. My mom was a stay-at-home mom for a while. Uh, literally, that lady saved us so much money. She cut coupons like it was nobody's business, <laughs> I swear. But um, no. Kudos that was, to her. <laughs> yeah, she, she rocked it, man. I mean, she definitely kept us together. She was the glue for sure. 
But um, a little bit other than that, um, I have four other brothers and one sister. Um, I was a little chunky in my younger years, and having that many siblings, you definitely hear a little bit about it, especially if you're the chunkier one in the group because children are ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, bro, true. <laughs> oh, damn. So I was, I was really chunky uh, during my earlier years, like around 10 to 12, and then it was weird around 13 or 14 I hit this massive growth spurt where I just like popped up like four or five inches I swear and like my waist <laughs> dropped four or five inches I have no idea how it happened uh -huh. I just started turning into a string bean and I <laughs> string bean. and I think that's what sort of like led me into the gym because I was more like well I don't want to be fat again and yeah that's at least what initially brought me to the gym. But once I started working out, man, like I told you earlier, there's a lot of things that we can't control in life, but being able to say that you have control of your body, whatever you put in your body, the food and the amount of training that you do for your body, you'll see the results at the end of it regardless. There Dude. won't be anything that will jeopardize that. As long as you're true to what you're trying to do and you stick with your diet and your training regimen, you'll see results. And I Absolutely. think that's what sort of, yeah, I think that's just what gave me a lot more confidence too in general about life because I did have control of something. You know, we go around our daily lives worrying about if somebody's going to like our social media posts, mm -hmm. uh, if traffic's going to be good, if we're going to catch all the lights, whatever the case is, man, we have no control of actually what's going to happen about those things. Yep. But when I step into the gym, I feel like that's something I definitely have control of and it definitely gives me a lot more confidence throughout my day. Dude, that's crazy, bro. That see, and and it's crazy because whenever we get people on here, and um and they say stuff like you just said, it like it paints a picture for a lot of people to think like, you know what, man, like, I either either if they're not doing anything right now and they want to take those first steps, like you're gonna give them that that confidence, that motivation to say, well, he was that kind of person before, and now look yeah. at him, like I can change too. Exactly, exactly. Because at the end of the day, our, our mind is the strongest part about our body. Bro, if we, yes. if, if we have control of that and we start giving ourselves a little bit of confidence at a time, man, we start getting stronger and stronger because it's not going to matter what anybody tells us we should be lifting. Yeah. We're, we have a clear idea of what we want to see our body to be like. We look mm -hmm. in the mirror every day and we see little bits of things that we want to improve on. That's just, that's humans. That's how it is. We yeah. want to evolve, basically. We want to keep getting better. Yeah. And so for me, it was just like every day you like you keep searching for those things, man. Oh. And I feel like that's what also the gym's been about. It's yeah. just it's weird how you're able to focus on something that turns it into a positive for everybody too, yeah. creating that confidence in their life and being able to actually have them see it from a different perspective so that way they can understand it a little bit better, you know? Yeah, man. See, that's crazy. That's like the science behind all the mentality that goes within transforming your body with, with fitness, health, you know, everything that comes with it. Uh, and, and the crazy thing is, is same thing with me, dude. Like I was, it's crazy that you said all that. I was uh, like kind of like a chunky kid too growing up. Uh, and then I, I hit a growth spurt in like, I think like sixth or seventh grade. Uh, like same thing as you, like four or five inches, yeah. man. But I, then I got super skinny and I felt like super weak as a guy. So I wanted to put on like tons of weight. So I did. So did you like, what was your initial first type of goal whenever you first got into weightlifting? My, well, like I said, my first initial goal, because I started getting into the gym when I was like 14 or 15. Yeah. That was after I hit my growth spurt. And it was mm -hmm. mainly the traditional, <clears throat> excuse me, the traditional stuff like pull-ups, uh, crunches and like the treadmill like okay. that, that's basically what it was and the more I could do of those the stronger I was getting but really 
the main focus was again, like I said, to not be fat. I mean, I, I, I don't know why that stuck with me so much. I don't know if it was because, you know, you just, you, you get treated differently sometimes, you know, when people look at you a certain way and you want to feel confident when you're walking out there. Yep. And it, it, it was just something that really stuck with me for some reason in my mental psyche. Um, yeah. And as I started going further into my fitness regimen, like my brother Josh was a little bit more serious into getting me bigger because mm -hmm. like I was, I was a little bit lanky when I was 16 because I never really trained hard when it came to upper body or lower body or anything in general. It was just, oh, I'll do some pull-ups, some crunches, and then hit the treadmill. Right. That was it. Right. And so it sort of transformed into me enjoying the pump and seeing what it does to my muscles and actually watching them transform over a period of one and a half hours, you know? Mm -hmm. And for me, I was like, I was like, that's not what my arm used to look like when I walked in here. I was like, this is weird. This is cool. I look like Tim Tebow. Let's go. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny, dude. That's that, And that's the crazy thing. It builds, especially as a guy, uh, you know, it, um, well, c coming from me, it was like, you know, I was very uh, shy. I was very like, I had low confidence, like low self-esteem. And when I play a lot of sports, man, but I was always that dude that got pushed around. So I would get tired of that crap, you know? So I went yeah. to the gym and like figured out that if I lift this, I eat this, then this happens. And like that type of um, continuous like progression was what became so addicting. Yeah, exactly. And especially they talk about mind muscle connection. Oh, dude, powerful. People don't understand it until they actually feel it for the first time. It, yep. It's an understanding that you now have control of which muscle you're going to target. And you're like, wow, I just did that. <laughs> Like yeah, that's dude. incredible. <laughs> yeah, man, straight up. <laughs> and then, uh, and then at the same time, knowing the limits of that too, like whether it's going to yes. tear if you keep going or whatever the case is, knowing that and feeling how your body reacts to that pain, whether it's just sore pain or whether it's ah, I should stop pain. Yeah, dude. You know what? I've never heard that before. That is crazy that you said that. That is so true. Whenever exactly that mind and body connection is like so important, and I think that's what um. I think a lot of us kind of lack nowadays is is first the kind of like the the initial caring enough to to pursue something with their body and health or nutrition, um, but then that that mind to body connection like uh, a lot of us don't know how to pick something up off the floor you know and like those things can go into further injuries or further you know whatever and um, whenever you conduct fitness and you do your weightlifting man you're crushing your body you're crushing goals like so much stuff happens physically but like the mental side too is like incredible well and also too though I mean a lot of people in the gym struggle with a lot of what weight are you pushing yeah you know and and, yes. and the people that don't have the mind muscle connection yet are already injuring their muscles and now they're waiting three months before they can even get back in again and now they're weaker than when they began yeah you know it, it's just one of those things that it's too there's too much masculinity about it sometimes you know where mm -hmm. they're pushing weight 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 as opposed to health 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 yeah you know dude. it is always fun to say that you can lift the most in the room but i mean ronnie coleman said that and he's going through struggles himself with his mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so it, it, it's just it was it was little stuff like that that made me realize a different way of training too because i used to be that younger kid that just wanted to put more plates on that bench press that's that's all i wanted to do man yeah and like slowly but surely like i didn't really feel anything different with my muscles no size difference it was just oh i could lift that much mm -hmm. there was no improvement it was just okay my muscles are ready for it now there was 
there was no excitement after when I hit it, you know, it just didn't really do that for me. And I think it was just because that I didn't really understand how to work my muscles yet. I really think that's what it was. Because if if you have that mind-muscle connection and you're lifting 405 over your head, you'll definitely feel something, I tell you that. Oh, (laughs) dude, straight up, bro. And like that's how you know, like, you're, that is it, dude. Like, you're pushing this weight, strict, healthy, and having that connection. Dude, that's lethal. Yep, exactly, man. That's crazy, dude. It's so powerful. And that's, that's why it's really important. That's why I always talk to a lot of people that are, you know, trying to get into bodybuilding and stuff like that. I'm just like, be focused on what you want first as yep. far as what is your initial goal? What are something, some things that you want to improve on? All right, now let's not push it. Let's not rush it because a year is plenty of time to do all that. Dude, and also yes. good habits. Yes. Habits that will stick with you for the rest of your life as opposed to just one year. Yeah. Lifestyle, dude. That's what it's all it is. It's a lifestyle. Exactly. I mean, and that's another thing I want to talk about. I mean, you don't always have to be as healthy as you can. I mean, we work as hard as we can in the gym to keep all those calories off. Every now and then we deserve to have fun with it. I mean, yeah. you, you don't you don't think I just work on these abs to not show them off at the pool? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's funny, dude. Uh, so one thing we did, so one thing I'm interested in is um, you, you were homeschooled, right? All you guys. Yes, sir. Okay, did that, um, would you label yourself or have labeled yourself before as like an introvert or kind of shy? Um, I would say till I was about 13. My brother Josh really knocked a lot of that shyness out of me because he's a very, like if you've seen the show, you know Josh and his personality. He's very upfront. And so for me, he sort of knocked out a lot of shyness that I had, especially when it came to for me, acne was a big issue when I started hitting 15, 16. I had it all over my back, my face, and stuff like that. So it was something that I struggled with and right. lost a lot of confidence about my life, even though I was training and stuff like that. But okay. Josh Josh really said to me, he's like, who the hell cares? Yeah, dude. In the end, you have to be satisfied with the fact that this is just a phase and that it will go by. And those people that mock you will regret it. Bro. That is, I love that you said that, dude, because even anyone right now, man, that is like suffering with uh, being obese, overweight, or even being super skinny and wanting to build muscle, yo, it is just a phase that you can fix. Yep, exactly, man. Dude, And even it's the same thing with like mental stuff too. Like people Mm -hmm. try and push themselves to get back at it too quickly, man. It's like- if your mind's not ready for it, it's not ready for it. Take the time and actually realize that this is a phase you're going through mm. and it's going to take time to get past this. That's yes. just, especially with all the stuff going on in the country right now too, man. Oh, dude, absolutely. Dead on, just, man. It is what it is. And it, it's a phase that, that will pass over time. But at the same time, we have to be focused on how we're going to improve it in the future. Yes, yes. If, if we just become negligent with all that we see, we're not going to learn anything. It's yeah. like half reading a book. Like you can't take any <laughs> notes, bro. Like you skim read that thing. You're not going to know anything that happened in Charlotte's Web, bro. <laughs> Charlotte's Web? Was that your favorite book or what? That was that was like the first book I learned how to read, all right? Oh, I'm that's not dope. Sure. <laughs> not sure I read many books past that, but you know. <laughs> Me too, dude. I, I had trouble reading, man. I was like in those... Uh, I took uh, special needs classes to read in junior high, man. And then like I hated reading, dude. And then like... The, in the past four years, I really got into reading like big time. That's really? funny you said that, yeah. <laughs> That's funny you said that, dude. But uh, so with uh, 
was being in front of cameras, man. And like, and then knowing that you're going to be on national TV with a bunch of people watching, were you like, how were the nerves like inside of you? Well, I mean, that was the craziest thing because a lot of people don't know everything that went into like going into season one and the house itself. Okay. So like two days before we even got into the house, we were still doing auditions to see who was going to be selected. Oh, damn. So like I was in Panama City Beach wondering if I was even going to make it on the show. And then when I did, they're like, all right, guys, this is the first episode. Let's see who you are. And then I walked through the front door. And literally three cameramen are just pointing directly at me. I'm like, no oh, way. damn it, damn it, they told me not to look at the cameras. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> but literally, that- probably about two days after that, the nerves started to fade because like okay. I, I just like I'm living life right now. I'm just having a good time, just trying to relax, not really mm-hmm. notice the cameras and just <laughs> act the way I would normally. Because last thing I would want to see is like a scene where I'm not being true to myself yeah. and then everyone in my family also catch that. And it just, you know, it speaks to your character too. Yes. Absolutely. Whether you're willing to stay strong with what you believe in when the cameras are on or whether you're willing to just fade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, straight up, straight up. So one thing that I want to know, it's crazy that you said that, dude. Probably a lot of people out there who watch the show would never thought, you know, cause a lot of people guess, you know, like, Hey, I wonder if like they just did this episode like last weekend and like now they're premiering it or like if they do the whole thing and then they edit yeah. and then premiere it later. Like everyone's got questions. So it's crazy that you can say some behind the scenes stuff. But well, with your so with me, I spent four years in the military. Training has always been something that built my confidence in order to do things that I'm super nervous about or super uncomfortable with. Uh, right. So with you and going like like just boom it just blasted in your face right there dude with everything that you have done with fitness and pushing your body and pushing your mentality and pushing your limits do you think that that played any sort of role in having that confidence to do the things you've done now oh absolutely because i mean if you're not confident with your own body and you're not confident with who you are as a person you're going to fail at a lot of things. I mean, yeah. that's, that's just what it is. I mean, with, without that confidence, everybody's going to smell it. The person that you're interviewing with, whatever the case is, it leads a stench, you know? So confidence was key going into especially work life. Uh, I was a bartender at the Ritz-Carlton, too, before I even did the show. So I had, <laughs> I'd worked uh, a lot in the food and beverage industry, and learned also how to deal with different people, different attitudes, because you have those really nice customers, and then you have those customers that you're like, oh, you're just a treat, ain't you? Yeah. You know? And so <laughs> I feel like that also, <laughs> I feel like that also sort of prepared me for it, and also the way our parents raised us, because there was no nonsense in that house, so to speak. It was, nice. it was just... My mom created individuals and my dad created men, so to speak, if that makes any sense. That makes so my much sense. Just, that, that, that's basically the only way I can describe it because our mom was definitely the one that worked on our personalities as far as like talking to us about what we felt and stuff like that. Really dealing with our emotions, especially as younger kids, wow. that's all you're dealing with, you know? Mm-hmm. And for our dad, he was just, he was basically the disciplinary me- measure that, you know, kept uh, all those hoodlums at bay, you know, but <laughs> six kids, man, you got to keep them at bay. <laughs> yeah, dude, really, really, really. That's, uh, that's, I like how you, how you said that, dude. I like how you said that. What, um, what do you think, 
was the biggest struggle that you had um, kind of like in life overall that you think fitness, training, weightlifting, working on yourself has improved? Um, as far as weightlifting in general, what's improved? Yeah. I think time under reps has been a big thing. So time under tension now mm -hmm. is my biggest thing. Like I don't really go for like the high weight, high reps type thing anymore. I really stick with weight that I can manageably move up and down slowly and actually feel my muscles contract. Yeah. Every now and then you want to get those juices flowing and have those heavy days, which is always fun. It keeps the gym more entertaining for yourself as opposed to day and day monotony. You know, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it happens. Like every, every day, you know, you either get tired with leg day or you don't, you know, you have to make it interesting. Changing it up, like really making it more interesting for myself also helped me be more focused on what I was trying to do in the gym more. And time under tension was the biggest thing. Okay. Okay. I like that. Did you ever like struggle with, uh, with anything, you know, whenever it came to weight training, did you struggle with putting on mass or did you struggle with your food and like what the things that you struggled with, how did you overcome them? Well, I mean, so I don't have an ACL in my right leg. Um, oh, damn. I, I found that out like a couple years ago. I was doing a, uh, it was actually like a year and a half ago. I was doing a tryout for WWE. Uh -huh. And um, I just went to their training camp, and they were they had their physicians like or their uh, doctors look at my knee, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm looking for your ACL, and I can't find it." I'm like, "Oh shit!" So when I was like 14, I went down the slide, bro, and it pivoted in the dirt, and my oh. kneecap turned over and oh, back no. in place, just wiped out all that muscle that was there. It said, "See ya," and then it came right back into place. I'm like, "Okay, I'm ready." You know, it's like, oh, "Get out of here, bro." <laughs> My dad was worried that I was going to get injured playing football when I was 15. Uh -huh. Little did he know it would be a water slide. Oh, my God. I could, I'm, like, picturing it, dude. And, like, that just sounds like it feels so horrible. It, it is the worst pain I've ever been in. And plus, it, like, <sighs> re-injured four times, four or five times in my life so far. Oh so, it's definitely – yeah. So, even when, like, I feel strong and confident with my legs, like, I don't do squats at all. I, I'm too worried about – my ACL too much and I'm worried that if I lift it the wrong way or put too much weight on the wrong muscle it's it's just gonna affect it in a weird way mm -hmm. and I'm trying to make the most out of my body not destroy it so <laughs> yeah yeah dude no straight up so do you have like a uh, uh your goals right now currently like because every dude kind of feels like they want to get big you know yo just have like that masculinity you know so do you have like a specific goal that you kind of stay true to all the time Hey, what's going on? Coach Matt here. So real quick, I just want to share with you all, if you're enjoying this episode, all we ask is maybe leave a review, uh, you know, however, however, whatever you want to say. You can leave just a five-star, one-star, two-star, whatever you want to put in there. The more reviews we can get, the more feedback we get over here at the Turn Hill Podcast so we can better improve these episodes for you. Also, too, go ahead and give Fit Strong Supplements a look. Go ahead and go over to fitstrongsupplements.com, show some love, and uh, check out the supplements. All right, here we go. Let's get back to the episode. Well, I mean, for me, it's staying healthy is the biggest thing. If I'm able to lift heavy and stay healthy, then I'm going to go for it for sure. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not going to do the wrong muscles heavy, the wrong lifts heavy, like deadlift squats. I mean, 
yes, it's going to create a lot of strength for your back too, but it's also going to destroy it in the process because I don't think the actual skeletal structure was made to put that much weight on your back or your spine for that matter. So for me, it's just start doing heavier weight without risking my body. And I feel like going through that injury, it sort of made me incentivize more being healthy, you know, as opposed to being strong, being the biggest guy in the room, being the strongest guy in the room. I mean, it, it, it's a it's a good feeling. Don't get me wrong, but I mean it, it. It definitely will take a lot off of you in the end. Like when you're trying to have, let's say, fun time with your grandkids or whatever the case is. You want to run. You want to go do these things when you're older. You want to experience more life. I mean, most of like people going from ages 18 to 40, you're still working. Mm-hmm. After that time, you want to actually be able to enjoy the body that you have left after all that work. Yep. Very true, dude. That's so true. Uh, same thing with me, man. I remember same thing. Same thing. I love I love compound lifts. I love big lifts. Um, but definitely I strive so much to lift so heavy to get so big. Uh and then, you know, injuries started coming, discomfort started coming, and then I just kinda dialed yeah. into into health. Exactly, man, because in the end that's gonna be longevity for your body. Because again, it's creating good habits. Bad yes. lifts are also bad habits. Bad routines create muscle that doesn't grow in the proper places, and then it makes you look wonky as hell. You know, (laughs) you want your muscles to grow they were built for. You know, you don't want to mess up your body in general doing heavy lifts and doing one side too much and one side not enough. It's just, it's too much calculation at that point. Dude, you know, because going going slower with a little bit less weight and actually being able to feel both muscles contract is another story, man. It's a whole other story. That's crazy, man. That's I've never heard it be described like that, man. It's crazy whenever you hear so many perspectives from people who train yeah. consistently, you know? Well, and it's, it's the same thing with reading a book or reading a phrase. Some people take a joke differently than other people. Some t- people take a phrase differently than other people. And it's just yeah. hearing it from that right person or somebody else that you haven't heard it from making the difference because it finally clicks. Just because of the way it was phrased. Yes. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy, dude. That's so true, man. So true. And I feel like that is with any type of uh, a style of training, too. Some people react badly to weight training or badly yes. to, to weight, you know, like, like strength training. But they, then they, they, like, thrive in hit or thrive in endurance. Right. Because, again, like you said, it's all based off of the body that you've been given. Mm-hmm. Like not, not, it's not like you walk into the gym. You're like, okay, I'd like to pick my body now. Like, (laughs) I wish, right? (laughs) I'd like to pick the way I train all that shit. (laughs) I can see myself right now. Hmm, Which one do I want? Swipe, swipe, swipe. (laughs) This isn't tender. Hold on. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but but no, man, it's just like you have to realize that this is the body that you were given, and there are certain things you can and can't do. Like mm-hmm. certain people have issues with their wrists more and their grip strength because, like, their carpal tunnel or something mm-hmm. like that. Man, it's just like some random stuff that would happen to somebody, you know, that's always typed their whole life or whatever the case is. Yeah, yeah. It's just little stuff like that that your body is either made for it or it isn't, and the only thing that helps that is habits throughout your life and what you done to your body to give you those good habits so to speak and prepare you it's like i'm not gonna go do a 15 mile marathon right now because (laughs) i haven't trained for it me neither dude 
Like, get out of here. Plus, I'm 250 pounds. I'm not running these knees on that pavement for that long on that much weight. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, dude, straight up. That is but funny. That's again, that's, again, the way I've trained my body. It's now at a mass and also a skeletal structure where it's just too heavy to run that distance. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Suck yeah. it up. Deal with it. I'll just grab a bike. And that's the same thing. It's, it's just... Go go grab a bike and enjoy life, all right? Yeah. Cardio is the same, all right? And you uh-huh. go further. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's funny, bro. That's that's and you you've competed, right? Yes, yeah, so I competed uh, just before all this corona nonsense. It was February twentieth. How, how how was that? It was insane, man. I, I placed first in my division and first Ooh, nice. overall. Nice. So that was that was the biggest takeaway. But honestly, the takeaway for me, I had complete control of everything that was going on with my diet and with my training. Mm-hmm. And so when I got to Las Vegas, I felt prepared, a little nervous because it was my first time going out on stage. And I had trained from coming from stage right and they had us coming from stage left. So I had to change oh. up my routine a little bit to where I step into the box differently. Right. And so once I hit that though, and I looked up at the lights, oh, I was on cloud nine, man. I was having a blast. <laughs> oh, bro. Have fun with it. Have fun with it, dude. <laughs> I was, man. You should have seen like my reaction when they announced my name. I was so excited. And then I was dude. like, wait a minute. This isn't for the sword yet. I got to win the sword too. Let's go get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, nuts, dude. So how was the how, how was the journey to, to getting on stage? Because obviously it's, the diet is like, dude, strict training is strict. Like what, how, how was that whole journey? I think the journey itself, like the first, first four to five days are the hardest. Right. I think personally, I think that if you're going to start it, you have to knock out those first four days. Perfectly. And once you get past that, it becomes more fluid because again, like I said, you're creating good habits. All right. You're waking up at eight o'clock to make sure you eat your breakfast at this time or whatever the case is. And then you're setting alarms throughout the day to make sure you're eating two hours in between each meals, two hours in between each meals. And then when you switch your diet and you start noticing your body change drastically, you're like, Oh, I could get used to this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So you just kept that ball rolling after that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Well, I mean, as far as like really like saying that like this dieting thing, you understand the process of it and you understand why you're doing the things that you're doing. So like after the first month, everything after that just seems a lot easier because you've not cheated. You haven't done anything to abstract yourself from what the goal was. Hitting each one of these meals, training each one of these muscles on those certain days and that's it. Once you hit those, the, the next two months next month and a half is easy Mm. it really is and so like that's that's one thing that i can say for people who haven't gone through the diet and training is you're gonna really hate the first five days i hate it (laughs) just like anything else really dude like something that it's like hard you know you're gonna suck through it like it's gonna be hard man but as soon as you get over that hump dude it's like yeah exactly because i mean i was eating so much chicken and rice that like my stomach wasn't even like digesting it (laughs) properly man i was finishing workouts puking i was like oh it's the chicken again (laughs) (laughs) but no man (laughs) Uh, then more chicken later (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. And they're like, did you eat another chicken breast after you did that? I was like, yes, coach, I did. Yeah, geez, bro. <laughs> see, that, that's a uh, – see, those are the things to me that build that iron mentality that can push you through, you know, going on a TV show or going to a promotion or going to compete against other athletes. Like that type of stuff builds that mentality, dude. Well, and even just being confident doing a podcast and selling yourself too. Like even yep. talking to you right now, I mean, I'm, I'm extremely comfortable and I feel like that comes from like all the work that I put into the training that I've done, which has made me confident in myself and the confidence that, of things that I can achieve, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. a conversation with somebody across the phone isn't really scaring me at this point, you know? Yeah, dude. Absolutely. I'm a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, and you can tell, bro. But yeah, the same thing with me, man. Like I've, you know, it's when I first started talking to guests and, and these, you know, high-end athletes or coaches, and uh, you know, now TV show like celebrities. Basically, it's like you know all the training and th things that I've done in my life that have sculpted that mentality can build that confidence now that I'm talking here, you know, to other people, yeah. especially you. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, yeah, man. and and also like I honestly feel like people's energy too sometimes you can just tell when they're happy to be around <laughs> you as well and you can also tell what vibe you're bringing to the party or wherever you're at you know yes you're not yes. really letting too much silence go by and i feel like that's something that also the gym does for you it kicks in those endorphins man where you're just loving life man Bro. You're having the best time of your life with your friends, your family, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing the high side of life as opposed to the low side because you've already seen the low. Yep. You already know what it used to be like to be out of shape or what the what it was before the gym or whatever uh -huh. the case was. All right. Uh -huh. Now that you got that confidence, now you got some endorphins flowing, man. Everything looks pretty. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy you say that, man, because that's what I tell people. Like, because uh, I, I coach, you know, I have my own training uh, business and, you know, we help. We do boot camps. We train people online, all this cool stuff. So the first, the first time we get someone new, um, obviously – low confidence, no conditioning, completely just putting themselves down. And, and it's like, dude, you did the, the hardest thing, which is yeah. showing up, doing the first day. First day is the hardest, man. Yeah. Everybody in there being for, in there at least three years and you've only been there for one day, you're looking around, you're like, <laughs> oh, yes. man, I'm never going to get there. I'm like, bro, that's where I was when I first walked into uh, a YMCA. I was like <laughs> – I am never going to be big. <laughs> Dude, that is so funny you say that, man. Because, like, uh, same with me. And so many people deal with that where they show up to a gym and they compare themselves to this dude or girl that has been training for 10-plus years. Exactly. And also, like, same time, the way you were brought up and the way that you were raised really sets a foundation for what you're going to be in the future as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, it's either good habits or bad habits that form. And if, if they're bad habits when you're formed when you're a child – they're going to stick with you for quite some time. It's going to be hard to shake them. Dude. And not being confident is one of those hard things not to shake, man. Mm -hmm. It's just like when you don't have that confidence and you're walking into the gym for the first week and you just feel like everybody's watching you, man, it's, it's a rough feeling. It's right. not easy. Yep. Especially when all you're seeing is the way that Instagram is projecting Hollywood movie stars, even bodybuilders, or whatever the case is, man. Social mm -hmm. media is a nightmare for people going into the gym for the first time. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Because yep. it's, not, it's not about that person's journey. It's not about what they've been through or why they're just now coming to the gym, whatever the case is. It's about, oh, uh, you don't look as good as me. 
let's say something about that. It's like yeah. that's what our that's what our society's become, man. And mm-hmm. the only reason is because they can say it forty thousand, four thousand miles away from you. You know, yep. it's just like, yep. come on. Yeah, dude. It's like that's not creating community amongst our society. Like it's not. It's just creating more and more division, which is something you continuously see, unfortunately. Oh my gosh. Especially in the health and fitness space, bro. People have their heads so high up, man. And they're like, you know, I can deadlift, you know, 550 or whatever, 600 pounds. And this twig over here, first week in the gym, can't deadlift as much as I can. So they put themselves higher, you know? It it makes no sense. Like for me, like if, if somebody actually stops me in the middle of a workout, like there are two ways that, you know, I get approached. One, what are you taking? I'm like, okay conversation done like yeah. <laughs> goodbye yeah. like headphones back on hey man like what have you like done over the past couple years like what, what's your like diet like like how do you train like that point i'll give that person as much time as possible because mm-hmm. for me you don't know what i've done in my past so why are you already assuming mm-hmm. like I got that when I was 18 and finally starting to build size. And I lost confidence in myself because people thinking I was using dr- drugs, bro. It's steroids. Like, get, get out of here. Yeah, dude. It's like, not fucking work. They're like, yeah, but you're 18 and you have acne on your back and face. I'm like, well, I had that since I was a kid. Yep. And now my testosterone is popping at an all-time high now because I'm 18. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in a dirty gym. All right? Uh-huh. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That is so, so I crazy. mean, it's, it's just the mentality, man, of like the people going in there or that are ruining it for some of the other people trying to start, uh, you know, and that's is. the hardest thing because once you create more of a community inside your gym, you notice that a lot more people are excited to be back. A lot more yes. people are more motivated about changing their lifestyle. They're asking you more and more questions each day. That's yeah. a great thing, especially if you run a gym. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. And one thing that breaks my heart, man, and always will is when people ask me, like, how do you deal with gym intimidation? And it's like, you know, there would not be any intimidation if people were more welcoming, especially in the health and fitness space. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I understand girls, too, sometimes, man, they always feel like they're being stared at. So, like, for me, yeah. I'm just I'm, – I'm a happy guy when I'm walking through the gym. Yeah, smiling, smiling dude. I'm smiling regardless. <laughs> and when I see a girl stare at me with one of those sour faces, I'm like <laughs> – Ugh, yikes. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm just smiling. I'm right. I'm, yeah. I'm not like, I'm not looking at you. I promise. <laughs> I'm just waving, man. I'm coming in the lift. <laughs> Straight up, dude. That's cur- That's so funny, man. That's, and I wish, um, you know, if people are listening right now that, um, you know, that might deal with gym intimidation or whatnot, like, you know, just hold your head up high. Eventually you're going to get to a place where you're going to be super confident with yourself and like, but you got to take those steps. You got to jump out of your comfort zone. Well, well, that's the thing too. Like a lot of people ask like how you deal with like haters, especially from the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody told me one time in the end, they know your name. Yeah. You don't know theirs. Yep. These people have no element in your life right now. All right. So why are you giving them power? They have no part of your life. You don't see them in the future. It's not like you're trying to date them or anything like that. No, they're talking shit about you. Yep. So why are you going to actually put stress on this when you have no control of what somebody's going to say about you regardless, what somebody's going to think, what somebody thinks about me smiling as I walk through the gym? You know? like it. it, it, Why is he smiling? (laughs) 
why is that fool smiling? Why is he, why is he singing? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, that's good. But, but no, just, man. And that's another thing. It's just like, forget all of that and mm-hmm. worry about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because if you're worried about what other people are thinking while you're working, you're not working very hard. Right. You're putting more attention to the other people as opposed to what you're doing in the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're more, I mean, sometimes it works in the in the benefit of a man. Like you know, you get a little bit of extra adrenaline sometimes when you're yep. like, oh yeah, I got to do 20 reps. There's a girl right over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh? When you whenever you're 17, 16 in the gym for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Oh, but, but seriously, man, it, it's just like, it's bad to just focus on what other people are thinking when you're trying to work on yourself. It yes. just, it never helps anything. It's like going to a therapist and adding all those haters to be in on that therapeutic session that you're having. It's not yes. going to end well. You're going to get more frustrated than anything. Yes. You know, you would, you wouldn't bring that to a situation. You just yes. leave it alone. So do the same thing with those people that are gym intimidating. Just leave it alone and focus on what you're doing because if they're worried about you, it's for a reason. You're putting in work, baby. Yeah, dude, straight <laughs> up, man. Like, and it's funny. I like how you said that, man, because whenever you're working out, dude, you're training. Like, who? Who's the person that is lifting that weight? Who's the person that showed up? Who is the person, you know, because a lot of people are busy. Who's the person that has to bring three of their kids to the gym? Who's the person that has to do it? It's you. You show up for yourself. That person exactly. who talks shit is, is not, doesn't bother your health or your gains or progress. It, that's all on you. If anything, right now, he's losing time and you're gaining time on him. Because yeah. right now, all he's doing there is standing there watching. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, in the that's end, good. the tortoise will catch the hair, my friend. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> that is so good, man. What is, uh, for anyone that might be listening, dude, that, uh, that is maybe like struggling with confidence or you know wanting to do something with their body and health what what are some like words of motivation or advice that you would suggest to someone right now um my advice find those people that are positive in your life i guarantee you you're able to look in your life and find a couple people that you can count on as far as just making you happy as opposed to worrying about what they're going to say i mean we we create friends we network out there there's somebody out there that will give us the motivation to keep going and stick yeah. around them because positive vibes continuously put it inside you mm-hmm. and it makes you more positive about yourself. Positivity is only going to bring more confidence. Yes. That's it. And so, I mean, for me, it's just focusing on all the good things that are happening around you. Focus on why you're doing it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Because if, if it's just about you, I mean, we've missed something here because in the end, it's not going to be just about us. It's going to mm-hmm. be about the way it affects our future and the way we're actually able to hang out with our friends, what we're able to do with our kids when we get older, all of that coincides with it. Dude, so if you powerful. want a health, if you want a healthier life for not only you, but your generations to come and you want to see them live a full and happy life, that's what it should be about. That's what it needs to continuously be about because that's the only thing that's going to change the mindset to where we can just eat whatever we want and not mm-hmm. feel any shame about it. I mean, mm-hmm. in the end, it, it, it happens, but it's gluttony sometimes. Mm-hmm. It is. And yep. if we focus on the more positive things in our lives, we don't go back to the bad habits. Mm-hmm. We start creating new habits. Yes. It, because it's like when you surround yourself with that 
one bad apple in your bunch, the rest are going to start having mold on it eventually. It, yeah. it, 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 it's going to happen. Uh-huh. So if you keep putting that one person that's negative in your life, that's all you're going to think about. Mm-hmm. Because somebody could give me a good compliment all day, all day, all day. And then that one person that doesn't even know me try and throw a dagger at me. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you? Yeah, dude. You know, it's sure just little is. stuff. Like they say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt. I mean, that's a lie, bro. Yeah, dude, because words hurt, lie. dude. Words hurt. Dude, and if you're not confident and if you don't have that positivity in your life, it will crush your soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're having the best day. You're getting pumped up by everybody. But that one person can knock off your day just because they said something negative. You have all this other positivity in your life, but you're focusing on the one negative. Oh, dude, that is, that is, that is it. And I'm guilty of doing that every now and then too. And then once that happens, you got to look at yourself and look at what's going on. Like, dude, why am I tripping over this? Why am I tripping over? Because I had a, I had a bad, exactly. I, I binge ate yesterday. Or I had a, a cookie or I skipped the gym today. Well, like it doesn't, you tomorrow fix it. You know, today happened, work on tomorrow, you know? Exactly. Exactly, man. Because if we're not learning from our mistakes, man, then we're missing the point. That's where the knowledge comes from. Everybody's yes. afraid to fail. Everybody's afraid to fail, man. That's the only way you will successfully learn because it, will be ingrained in your brain because you will never forget that failure never as dude. long as we as long as we keep remembering those failures and why we're trying to be better than that mm-hmm. that's the only thing that's going to keep us going dude it that's it that's it period boom dead on Bam. Yeah. <laughs> oh man dude that's uh and you got a mic like- drop sound on that keyboard <laughs> i just do like <laughs> with uh with um i like what you said about the uh, you know a bad apple in the bunch dude uh, like it's gonna rot the rest of them but what i also believe too is like the opposite effect man you have someone or something so positive in your life or inside of you no, anything that comes in negative dude it's just gonna Absolutely. bounce away yeah I, I agree with you on that one too mm-hmm. i do because there have been certain times like you said where We've had our good days and bad days and the negativity brought us down, but the positivity on the other days kept us up and then other people around us. Like yes. it's, it's like a tie, man. It comes in and out, bro. In yes. and out. It's consistently doing that, man. We, it's just the hardest thing, man, is to keep that right mindset. That's why it's like so powerful to be in control of your mind, man. It's, it's the hardest thing to do. It is. Dang, bro. It's been, it's been really good talking to you, man. Like so good talking to you. It's crazy to hear more about Jeremiah, dude. Like, you know, who you are. Thanks, man. And, I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, dude. It's been, it's been cool to just to listen to you and hear about your story and just your mindset. Like one thing that's so cool is diving into, into individual mindsets because everyone is so different and they perceive things so differently. And the way you perceive this stuff is so like energetic, positive, and passionate, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And the, it, it's, it comes down to like, again, with the stuff that's happening in the country, man, you can yep. either let it bring you down or you can be that positivity that brings people up, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. in the end, it's, 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 a, it's a small road and few will travel it, man. The few that do, the few that do, man, are going to make people so happy about their lives, bro, because yeah. of having them in their lives. Yep. Damn. That's, I mean, that's it. That's it right there, man. That's like spot on, bro. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it, man. Yep. So, dude. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, 
anyone out there right now that's list, our current listeners or future listeners, whoever, if they want to reach out to you, bro, or they want to say thank you or like tag you in the episode on their story or whatnot, like where is like the best place for anyone to get a hold of you to say thank you or just reach out, maybe ask you some questions? Okay, so my uh, Instagram is at Jeremiah Vioni. Pretty simple. And Twitter's just as easy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, honestly, I don't do Snapchat anymore. I don't do Facebook too often. So don't try and at me there. All right. <laughs> I won't see it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude, that's, that's crazy, man. So everyone listening right now, if, uh, you know, you've seen the TV show, uh, or you know who Jeremiah is like, it's, it's, it's been an honor for me just to talk to him, but I'm pretty sure it's so cool for you to listen to him and hear a little bit about his story and everything. So uh, everyone who's listened to the episode, if you enjoyed the things that Jeremiah said, uh, or you grabbed some value, some knowledge, uh, you just want to share it out to your best friend, man. All we ask here is you simply share it out to a gym buddy, your best friend, your mom, your dad, your neighbor, someone in your family, uh, because the more people we can get to listen into these episodes, y'all, the more lives we can all change together. And that's what we're trying to do here at the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. So I am your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Jeremiah. And as usual, (laughs) y'all, get out there, train hard. And live strong, baby. All right, everybody. Have a good one. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlifton.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.